Hallelujah. Amen. We're just praising and worshiping. About to begin our praise and worship here. Hallelujah. Just give us one moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Of your embrace, 
Help me find a way to bring me back to you. Bring me back to you, you are You're all I ever needed. You're all I want. Help me know you are me. You're all I want. You're all I ever needed. You're all I want. Help me know you by me. Jesus, help me know you by Hallelujah. Amen, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's Sister Brenda. Could you let me know what is what's the name of that song that you sent me again? Because I can't look at it from here, and I didn't write it down. Charity Gale, thank you, Jesus, for the blood. Oh, yes, that's what it was. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, God. Hi. Once a branch, I remember who I was. I was lost, I was blind, I was running out of time. Sin separated, the breach was far too wide. But for the far side of the chasm, you held me in your sight. So you made a way across the great divide. Left behind heaven's throne to build it here inside. And there at the cross, you paid the debt I owed. Broke my chains, freed my soul. For the first time I had hope Thank you, Jesus, for the blood applied Thank you, Jesus, it has washed me white Thank you, Jesus, you have saved my life Brought me from the darkness into glorious 
Laid inside my tomb of sin You were buried for three days But then you walked right out again And now death has no sting And life has no end For I have been transformed By the blood of the Lamb Jesus, for the blood of Christ. Thank you, Jesus, it has washed me right. Thank you, Jesus, you have saved my life. From me, from the darkness, into glorious light. There is nothing stronger than the one working power from the blood of the blood that calls the sons and daughters. We were ransomed by the Father through the blood of the blood. There is nothing stronger than a water-working power from the flood. Oh, the flood that causes sons and daughters. We will ransom to the Father through the flood. Oh, to the flood. Thank you, Jesus, you are blood of Christ. Thank you, Jesus, it has washed me out. Thank you, Jesus, you have saved my life. You brought me. Brought me from the darkness into glorious light. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. His name, there to my heart was the blood applied. Glory to His name. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You're a good guy. You're a wonderful guy. Thank you, Lord God. 
Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God. felt me all my days I've been held in your hand from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head oh I will sing of the goodness of God and all my life you have been faithful and all my life you have been so so good with every breath that i am grateful oh i'm gonna sing of the goodness of god i love your voice you have led me through the fire in the darkest night. You are close, I know I'm known you as Father. I'm known you as a friend. And I have lived in the goodness of God. And all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am grateful Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God your goodness is running after, running after me. Your goodness is running after, running after me. When my life lays out and surrendered now, I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, running after me. Your goodness is running after, running after me. Your goodness is running after, running after me. My life laid out, I'm surrendered now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, running after me. And all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good 
with every breath that I am able. Oh, I'm gonna sing of the goodness of God. Oh, yes, I am. Yeah. Oh, all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, oh, I'm gonna sing of the goodness of my God. Oh, I'm gonna sing of the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Okay, well, everybody log out and log right back in so we can continue. Because if I go to the next song, it's going to cut out in the middle. So if everybody could just log out and then log back in and just pick up right where, right where as we're praising. Amen. Lily, you could do the same thing, the same link that you, that you used to go to get here. Just log back out and log right back in. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you too, Sister Brenna. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Yes, we're going to praise and continue to praise and worship. Hallelujah, because he's a good God. Thank you, Lord God. I'm waiting for Sister Brenda. Is she on there? Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there's none like you all of my days. I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love. 
my comfort, my shelter, tower of refuge and strength. Let every breath know that I am never cease to worship you. Oh, shout to the Lord, all the earth let us sing. Power and majesty, praise to the King. Mountains bow down in the seas will roar at the sound of your name. I sing for joy at the worth of your hands. Forever I'll love you, forever I'll stand. Nothing compares to the promise I have in you. My Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you. All of my days, I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love. My comfort. My shelter, tower of refuge and strength. Let every prayer know that I am. Never cease to worship you. Oh, shout to the Lord, all the earth let us sing. Power and majesty, praise to our King. Mountains bow down and the seas will roll at the sound of your name. I sing for joy at the work of your hands. Forever how love. You forever stand. Nothing compares to that promise that you Power of majesty, praise to our King. Mountains bow down and the seas will roar. At the sound of your name, I sing for joy at the works of your hands. Forever I'll love you, forever I'll stand. Nothing compares to the promise I have in you. To that promise I have, nothing compares to that promise I have, oh, in you. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God.
Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. Amen. I've never done this before, so <laughs> Amen. Lord, I come to you with my heart beat going from that place that I found in you. Lord, I come to you, the weaknesses I see in me will be stripped away, oh, by the power of your love, hold me let your love surround me. Bring healing. Draw me to your side. And as I live, I'll rise up like the eagle. And I will soar with you. Your spirit leads me on the power of your love. Lord, unveil my eyes. Let me see you face to face. The knowledge of your love. As you let me, Lord, renew my mind. If you will unfold in my life and live in every day by the power of your love. Let your love surround me Oh, bring me near Draw me to your side And as I wait Rise up like the I will score with you. Your spirit leads me on in the power of your love. Hold me close. Let your love surround me. 
draw me to your side and as I wait how eyes of light be and I will soar with you yes spirit leads me on in the power of your love and I will soar with you your spirit leads me on in the power of your love in the power of your love Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We worship you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. We worship you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. I speak the name of Jesus over you and your hurting and your sorrow. I will ask my God to move. I speak the name because it's all that I can do. In desperation, I'll seek heaven and pray this for you. I pray for your healing, the circumstances will change. I pray that the fear inside will flee in Jesus' name. I pray that I break through what happened today. I pray miracles over your life in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I speak the name of all authority, declaring blessings, every promise he is faithful to keep. I speak the name no grave could ever hold. Oh, he is stronger, he is greater, he's the God of possible. I pray for your healing, your circumstances will change. I pray that the fear inside will be in Jesus' name. I pray that it'll break through. What happened today? I pray miracles over your life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, 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 oh come believe it. Come receive it. 
the power that is speaking is not forevermore. Some believe it who come receive it. In the mighty name of Jesus, all things are possible. Ooh. I pray for your healing, the circumstances would change. I pray that the fear inside would flee in Jesus' name. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray miracles over your life in Jesus' name. I pray for revival, for restoration of faith. I pray that the dead would come alive in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We worship you, Lord God. We worship you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. I keep fighting voices in my mind that says I'm not enough. Every single light that tells me I will never measure up. Am I more than just a sum of every high and every low? Remind me once again just who I am because I need to know. Oh, you say I am love. When I can't feel a thing, you said I am strong. When I think I am weak, you say I am held. When I am falling short, when I don't belong, oh, you say I am yours. And I believe, I believe. What you say, I believe the only thing that matters now is everything you think of me. In you, I find my worth, in you, I find my identity. Oh, you say I am love. 
when I can't get a thing. You say I am strong when I think I am weak. Who you say I am hell when I am falling short. When I don't belong, oh, you say I am your voice, my dream. I believe what you say to me. Taking all I have and now I'm laying I'm laying it. And your feet. You have every feather, God. You have every victory. You say I am loved when I can't feel a thing. You said I am strong. When I think I am weak, you say I am held. When I am falling short, when I don't belong, oh, you say I am yours. Not me, I believe when you say me, I believe. I believe, I believe when you say, I believe. Hallelujah, Lord God. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We praise your name, Lord God. Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. <clears throat> Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, 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 Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. 
Hallelujah, Lord God. We love you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 The Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Lord, turn his face towards you and give you peace. The Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Lord, turn his <clears throat> and give you peace. <coughs> Amen. 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 You and keep you, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Lord, turn his face towards you and give you Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. 
Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. We worship you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, we love you, Lord. Jesus, we worship you. Jesus, we lift you high, Lord. Your name is worthy to be praised, Lord God. Your, your name is worthy to be exalted among all the earth, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Fill in us your spirit, Lord God. Speak to us, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. We lift your name high, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, enter into our homes. Jesus, enter into our minds. Jesus, hallelujah. Overpour your spirit in us, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. Overpour Jesus. it, Lord God, until it overflows, Lord God, over into the neighbor's house, Lord God, into out this window, Lord God, in our home, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. Extol your peace, Lord God. Increase it, Lord God, even more than what you've already had today, Lord God. Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. Gear us up, Lord God, as we go into you. Hallelujah. Night tonight, Lord God, where we praise you tonight, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that more people join Hallelujah Night, Lord God, Jesus. on Pastor Jimmy's call, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that we really reach you, Lord God, that we reach you, God, that we breach in, Lord God, breaking in, Lord God, pressing into you, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that nothing matters more than pressing into you, Lord God, in prayer, Lord God, in fasting, Lord God, in repentance, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. And thinking of holy things, Lord God, right things, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. And reading of your word, Lord God, and learning Jesus. to know you more, Lord God. I pray for more hallelujah desire of the reading of your word lord god and i pray lord god that your word just sits lord i pray lord god that it falls Jesus. on good soil lord god today i pray lord god that you have pruned our soil lord god that you have pricked our hearts lord god to receive this word this message today lord god i pray lord god that you continue to just pour your hisop oil lord upon our minds lord god hallelujah lord i pray lord god that you continue lord to make things right lord make paths right lord take the things that we have that we have spoken to you, Lord God, in the secret place, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. And fulfill your promises, Lord God, as you always do, Lord God. Help Jesus. us to fulfill our promises to you, Lord God. Help us to fulfill, Lord God, your will in us, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. Work through us, Lord. Stir up, Lord God. Churn up within us, Lord God. A desire, Lord God, to please you, Lord even stronger than what we already have, Lord God. Let it be about you, Lord God. Let this word be about you. Let this worship be about you, Lord. Let this message be about you, Lord. Let these words be about you, Lord God. Let them tie, Lord God, to the intent, Lord God, and be about you, Lord God. Change us, Lord, inwardly, Lord. Cleanse us from iniquity, Lord. Cleanse us, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We're waiting for you, Lord. We're waiting for you, Lord God. We're being patient for you, Lord. Let us draw near to you, Lord, with our lips and our hearts as well, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. Purge us, Lord God. Hallelujah. Purge us, Lord God. Inwardly, Lord God. 
Keep us close to you, Lord God. Shelter us, Lord God, from the enemy, Lord God, and the deception of these times, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. And deliver us also, Lord God, from distractions, Lord God, things that will distract us, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. We just praise you, Lord God. And we 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 yearn for you, Lord God. We want to to dwell with you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you live inside of us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you've made your home inside of us, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Help us to make these vessels, Lord God, beautiful tabernacles, Lord God, with precious stones, Lord God, inward stones, Lord, of peace and love and joy, Lord God, and gentleness and a tender heart, Lord God, mercy, Lord God, not not bitterness, Lord God, or resentfulness, Lord, but let us put away those things, Lord. You said in Ephesians, Lord God, let all bitterness, wrath, slander, malice, clamor and all evil speaking be put away from us Lord God hallelujah so we pray that this put all away from us Lord God so all of these things Lord we pray that we just have laid it on at your feet Lord today at this altar today Lord God that we have made Lord God within us Lord God with the praising and worshiping you Lord God we invite you in, Lord God. We invite you here, Lord. We invite you to come, Lord, and correct this, Lord, with your rod and your staff, Lord. We invite you, Lord God, to search our hearts. We invite you, Lord God, to prune us, prick us, Lord God. Hallelujah. Change us, Lord God. We invite you, Lord God, to prune, Lord God, the, the branches in us that are not bearing fruit, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord God. We love you, Lord God. We take delight in you, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to serve you the way you want us to serve, where you want us to serve you, Lord. Help us, Lord God. Change us inwardly, Lord God. Continue to make these changes, Lord God. Gentleness, Lord God, and self-control, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, with love, Lord God. Let us do everything in love, Lord God. Let us be loving, Lord, one to another, Lord. Help us, Lord. Reach more of our family, Lord God. Let more of the family come on a call. Let more of our friends come on a call, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. Let us let families be brought together and then families come together with other families, Lord God. Let this call be a call where families can join hand in hand together. Whole entire families can be saved and join, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. And I just pray, Lord God, that we just continue, Lord, to reach each other, Lord. That we continue to assist each other in our ministries, Lord God. That we continue to pray one for another, Lord God. Jesus. I just thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence here. Thank you for your spirit, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this day, Lord. We love you. I love you, Lord God. In your holy name, God, I pray. Amen, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Amen. So we got to log out and log back in. Hallelujah. Let's log out just briefly and log back in. Amen. All right. So we're going to, Jesus led us to go um, continue on in Leviticus. And the first scripture that we're going to go into, amen, hold on one second here. The first scripture we're going to go into, and this is this is kind of uh, backtracking a little bit. Jesus wants us to backtrack a little bit into uh, Romans 12. So that's the first scripture we're going to go to is Romans 12. Hallelujah. Jesus led us to Romans 12. 
Hallelujah. And so this this sermon is called Hisop. And again, you know, we're we're continuing to read some of that on my call today. That's amazing. Amen. <laughs> Amen. The Holy Spirit is not making no mistakes. Jesus is leading us into all truth in the same areas and edifying us in the same areas. Hallelujah. So it's interesting because this these scriptures that Jesus has been leading us to is uh, has a lot to do with the clean and the unclean. Of course, in the Old Testament, there were things dealing with your physical body that made you clean and unclean. And we're going to get into that a little bit more. But also, um, we were, and we read that in the last sermon, now there are things that have to deal with our heart and our spirit and our thoughts that can make us clean and unclean. So this is an example of the clean. And again, this, this, this sermon is called Hyssop. Okay, and the hyssop was used, of course, it was used, um, the main place that it was used was in the Passover. They used the hyssop plant to actually um, dip the um, hyssop plant in the blood of the, the, the lamb, and they put the blood, they spread the blood on the door lentils. Amen. And so in the same way, Jesus has sprinkled his blood, amen, on us. And we're going to go a little bit more into that. Hallelujah. Jesus is so good. So Romans 12, Jesus led us to Romans 12, and we're going to only read the first three lines. I beseech thee, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is our, which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah! And be not conformed to this world. Amen. Be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is. That good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Hallelujah. So Jesus is saying here that, that we're supposed to present our, our bodies a living sacrifice. And in that sacrifice, amen, we're not supposed to be conformed to the world okay and we're supposed to be transformed by the renewing of your mind okay and that's through the holy spirit amen that that is that that is that is cleanly this is the, the cleanliness that jesus takes us into of course and then so we then we go into thinking soberly hallelujah thinking soberly thinking uh with sense and also thinking about um even our own selves not thinking more highly than we ought to think and that that paul talks about that later on in the scriptures Amen. And so the next scripture that Jesus led us to is First Peter. Amen. First Peter three. Amen. First Peter three. Hallelujah. First Peter three, one through nine. Hallelujah. It says, Likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. And so this is the this is the, the, the cleanliness of the wives and the women. While they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. And we talked about this before. Who's adorning? Let it not be that outward adorning of plating the hair. Okay, we talk about the outward things in the Old Testament, right? But it goes right into what we're talking about now. Whose adorning let it not be the outward adorning of the plating of the hair and of wearing of gold or of putting on of apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even 
the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God, the, of God of great price. OK, so Jesus is saying here, just like the the um, the pearl of great price. Right. Jesus is saying here, but let it be the hidden man of the heart and that which is not corruptible. OK, it can't be corrupted. Even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, he's saying, let the let the, let the women have a have a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of the of God of great price. It is of great price to him having a meek and humble spirit. OK, especially for the women. OK, and so going on, it says for after this manner in the old time, the holy women also who trusted in God adorned themselves being in subjection unto their own husband. So they adorned themselves with that with that meekness, with the subjection to their own husbands. It wasn't the adorning of clothes or anything like that. It was the adorning of the way that they carried themselves. Amen. Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are, as long as you do well and are not afraid with any amazement. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Okay, so he's saying, dwell with your your wives, live good with your wives, giving honor. We're supposed to give. I'm supposed to give honor to my wife. We're supposed to give honor to our wives. We're supposed to give honor to our women. Okay, and it says, as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Amen. So that that marriage is that is that much more holy. Hallelujah. Especially in the New Testament. Hallelujah. And Jesus anointed the marriage and, and, and blessed the marriage in such a special way. It's why Satan does so much to tear it apart. Hallelujah. So Jesus led us back. And again, these are um, the clean way of living, the clean ways of life through the heart, the way that we carry ourselves, the way that we conduct ourselves. Hallelujah. So Jesus led us back into the, Leviticus 14, and we're going to read about the clean and the unclean a little bit more in the Old Testament. And this is kind of we're kind of going back a little bit um, in Leviticus 14 to look at um, this subject of the hyssop, which is what this sermon is called. Hallelujah. So we're going back to Leviticus 14. Hallelujah. Let me know if you guys need a second to get there. Amen. If I'm going too fast. Amen. Anybody need a minute to get there? And we're going to go to lines 48. Jesus led us to lines 48 through 54. Amen. And so Leviticus 14 was dealing with the leprosy. Amen. And so this is this is very interesting because Jesus kind of had us here for the last uh, two weeks. And we have a lot of things going on in the world right now uh, with plagues. And with pestilences and with famine hallelujah and so we're gonna we're gonna look at this and jesus just put it in my mind just to look at this uh look at this subject very very briefly um when we were on our bible study with the youth yesterday uh i played two clips uh that displayed this amen and so we're going to look at this very briefly. We talked a little bit about this on um, Sister Brenda's call. Um, amen. So we're going to look at this just after we read the scripture very, very briefly. Amen. Um, 
All right, did you guys get there? Yeah. Okay. Hold on one second here. Most women don't know. Sorry about that. Amen. All right. Hallelujah. So Leviticus, Jesus led us to Leviticus 14, starting in line 48. And it says, And if the priest shall come in and look upon it, and behold, the plague have not spread in the house, after the house was uh, plastered or plastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean because the plague is healed. Okay, it's talking about the plague of the leprosy, hallelujah, being spread into a house, into the wood of the house, into the foundation, uh, mainly the wood of the house, and um, that being an issue. What happened here? I'm going to press something. Amen. And it says, after the house was placed, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean because the plague is healed. Okay. And he shall take to cleanse the house two birds and cedar wood and scarlet. Okay. And the and the hyssop and hyssop. Okay. Remember, we, we talked about um, hyssop before. And this is an example of what it looks like. That's a hyssop. Can you guys see that? That's a hyssop plant. Amen. And so um, this is what they used again in the one the Passover during the Exodus. And here, okay, it says he shall take to cleanse the house two birds and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. And he shall kill the one of um, the one of the birds in an earthen vessel over running water. So one bird was killed. Okay, remember that. Okay. He shall kill the one of the birds in an earthen vessel over running water. Okay, and he shall take the cedar wood and the hyssop and the scarlet and the living bird and dip them in the blood of the slain bird and and in the running water and sprinkle the house seven times. Okay, so the bird is killed in living water. I mean, in, I'm sorry, running water. But it's interesting because when we talk about the living water, when we talk about baptism, when we talk about Jesus. Amen. That baptism, when we're baptized in Jesus' name, that is considered a burial. And then when we come out of the water, we go into the resurrection. Okay? It's like a reenactment of, of, of Jesus' whole, um, the whole gospel. Okay? Amen. And then we're brought to life. We become new. Hallelujah. In Jesus. So this is interesting how all, this, all these things line up. And point back to Jesus in the New Testament. The Old Testament connects with the New Testament in this way. This is what Jesus wants us to know. Amen. That he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. So it says, And he shall take the cedar wood and the hyssop and the scarlet and the living bird and dip them in the blood of the slain bird and in the running water and sprinkle the house seven times. And he shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird and with the running water and with the living bird and with the cedar wood and with the hyssop and with the scarlet. But he shall let go the living bird out of the city into the open fields and make an atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. This is the law for all manner of plague of leprosy and scowl, and for the leprosy of a garment and of a house, and for the rising up for a scab and for a bright spot. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Okay, and so this is this is um, how this connects, amen, to um, the Old Testament connects to the New Testament in this way. Hallelujah. And so that hyssop, okay, the running water, the hyssop and the blood, okay, we have a connection that Jesus wants us to see, okay, about how um, we, deal, we dealt with uncleanness and cleanliness in the Old Testament, how we deal with cleanliness and uncleanliness in the New Testament. Hallelujah. And what Jesus has done on the cross for us. Hallelujah. The next scripture that Jesus led us to is John 19. Hallelujah. John 19. Amen. John 19. Let me know if you need a minute to get there. Hallelujah. Amen. And we're going to start um, right in line 28. Jesus led us to line 28, and we're going to read through through, through line 36. Amen. John 19. Starting in line 28. Amen. Hallelujah. So John 19, line 28 says, After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, says, I thirst. Okay, remember the remember the hyssop. Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar and put it upon hyssop. Okay, and so just like how, just like how they took the the um the hyssop, and they dipped the hyssop in the blood, and put it on those door lentils during the Exodus story and the Passover story. Okay, and just like they took the hyssop with the bird and the living water and dipped those things inside of the blood of the slain bird. Okay, and then sprinkled with the um with the living bird on everything in the house to make it clean. Now we have Jesus. Now there was a set. Uh, now they were set a vessel full of vinegar and they filled a sponge with vinegar and put it upon hyssop and put it to his mouth. He's on the cross. They put the the um the sponge with vinegar, put it on the hyssop, the branch of the hyssop, the hyssop branch. And they put it, they stuck it up like this and put it to his mouth. He was up on the cross. He was elevated. They put it up, put it in his mouth, put it to his mouth. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Hallelujah. Jesus is pointing us and leading us into how he truly became the sacrifice. Hallelujah. For our sins. The Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation, okay, the preparation of the Sabbath, okay, that would be today, that the body should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day, for that Sabbath day was a high day, besought Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they and that they might be taken away. So that was the, the, the Sabbath of the Passover. Okay, because remember before that, Jesus was uh, and his, his disciples were celebrating the Passover. They were celebrating the Passover. Hallelujah. Amen. Hold on one second. They were celebrating the Passover. So this was the this was the Sabbath of the Passover. That's that's what made it a high day, a high holy day. Okay. Okay, for that Sabbath day was a high day. Besought, they besought Pilate, look for Pilate, that their legs might be broken. They 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 went to Pilate so that they could break the legs of the of the uh the other people that were on the cross, the other um, criminals that were on the cross, and they considered Jesus a criminal, they were going to do the same thing, and that they might be taken away. Then came the soldiers and break the legs of the first and of the other 
which was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was dead already, they break not his legs. But one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side and forthwith came there out blood and water. Remember, we were reading in the last scripture that said that they they uh, they had the, the bird and the hyssop and the cedar wood and they they passed it all under that running water. And then when they dipped the living bird in the blood of the, the, the dead bird, that was the sacrifice. They also ran at all of that under living water again and then sprinkled everything, the blood and everything inside of the house to make it clean. This is how this is the process. OK. This is the process that Jesus um, was taken through to be the final sacrifice for our sins. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, and it says, and he that saw it bear record. Okay. And his record is true. And he knoweth that he, what that he saith true that you might believe. Okay. For these things were done that the scripture should be fulfilled. A bone of him shall not be broken. And again, another scripture saith, they shall look on him whom they pierced. Hallelujah. So when Jesus had that inside of him, the, the water and the blood. Okay, also. Can I share something with you real quick? Amen. Go ahead, Sister Brenda. Oh, gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> By no coincidence at all. So my brother gave me this great big box of vegetables. I mean, huge box. And there was butternut squash and beets in there. And I went and I looked at it and I was like, man, I got to do something with these beets like right now because they're going to go bad another day if I leave them in here. So I'm over here under the running water with my beets. <laughs> and I looked at this thing um, about the beets and it says, don't let them bleed out. And I'm over here and you're talking about Jesus in the running water. And the bleed. Now that's literally, that's what I'm doing in the natural with these beets. <laughs> and you're you're talking about it as I'm messing with the beat doing something like I know it's in the natural what I'm doing with the beats, but you're talking about it in the Bible. It just that just blew my mind. Amen. Jesus yeah. is Jesus is trying to catch our attention with these scriptures. Even when we're not looking at the scriptures, he's trying to catch our attention and he's moving and he's pointing these things out to us, saying, you know, pay attention, look at this. Keep your mind on me. Stay focused on me. Amen. So because he doesn't want us distracted in any type of way. He wants us constantly, even when we're when we're like you're cooking, you know, you're cutting up vegetables. He wants us to stay focused yeah. on him and to pray to him even while we're doing that. You know, like we we got to put the kingdom first. And that's why Jesus is doing that. Amen. Amen. That's wonderful. See, Jesus, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And they'll lose all their taste. Hallelujah. Amen. And so this is, you know, this is, this is, this is interesting because as we continue to, to, to walk through life and, and, you know, go through our, our routine, Jesus is going to continue to catch our attention like this. This is how, you know, he's, he's called us. This is how, how we know that we've, we've stepped into that calling as well too. Hallelujah. 
And so the next scripture that Jesus led us to is uh, Leviticus 15. So we're moving on in Leviticus and we're moving on to Leviticus 15. Jesus is taking us right into the rest of the um, the scriptures about the clean and the unclean. Amen. Let me know if you need a minute to get there. Again, it's Leviticus 15. And we know that through the baptism, Jesus purges us from sin, from the previous sins. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right. So Leviticus 15 says, And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When any man have a running issue out of his flesh, because of his issue, he is unclean. He is unclean. Amen. And this shall be his uncleanness and his issue, whether his flesh run with his issue or his flesh be stopped from his issue. It is his uncleanness. Every bed wherein he lieth that have the issue is unclean and everything wherein he sitteth shall be unclean. And whosoever toucheth his bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And he that sitteth on anything wherein he sat that have the issue shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And he that toucheth the flesh of him that have the issue shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And if he that have the issue spit upon him that is clean, then he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And what saddle soever he rideth upon that had the issue shall be unclean. And whosoever toucheth anything that was under him shall be unclean until the even. And he that beareth any of those things shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And whomsoever he toucheth that bathe, that have the issue and, and have not rinsed his hands in water, he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And the vessel of earth that he toucheth which have the issue shall be broken. And every vessel of wood shall be rinsed in water. And when he that hath an issue is cleansed of his issue, then he shall number to himself seven days. Okay, remember that. He's, he's supposed, to, supposed to number to himself seven days for his cleansing. And wash his clothes and bathe his flesh in running water and shall be clean. Okay, there's, there's, the, there's the running water again. Okay, remember the seven days. Hallelujah, Jesus is pointing this out to us. Then it says, and on the eighth day, okay, remember that, seven days and then eight days. And on the eighth day, on that eighth day, he shall take to him two turtle doves or two young pigeons and come before the Lord unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and give them unto the priest. So he's given the, the, um, the two turtle doves or the young pigeons to the priest and the priest shall offer them the one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord for his issue. And if any man's seed of copulation go out from him, then he shall wash all his flesh in water and be unclean until the even. And every garment and every skin wearing is the seed of copulation shall be washed with water and be unclean until the even. 
the woman also with whom man shall lie with seed of copulation, they shall both bathe themselves in water and be unclean until the even. And if a woman have an issue and her issue and her flesh be blood, she shall be put apart seven days and whosoever touch of her shall be unclean until the even. And everything that she lieth, everything that she lieth, um, upon in her separation shall be unclean. Everything also that she sitteth upon shall be unclean. And whosoever toucheth her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And whosoever toucheth anything that she sat upon shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And if it be on her bed or on anything wherein he sitteth, when he toucheth it, he shall be unclean until the even. And if any man lie with her at all, and her flowers be upon him, he shall be unclean seven days, and all the bed wherein he lieth shall be unclean. And if a woman have an issue of her blood many days out of the time of her separation, or if it run beyond the time of her separation, all the days of the issue of her uncleanness shall be as the days of her separation, she shall be unclean. Every bed wherein she lieth all the days of her issue shall be unto her, as the bed of her separation, and whatsoever she sitteth upon shall be unclean, as the uncleanness of her separation. And whosoever toucheth those things shall be unclean, and shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the even. But if she be cleansed of her issue, then she shall number to herself seven days. Okay, there's the seven days again. And after that, she shall be clean. And on the eighth day, there's the eighth day again, she shall take unto her two turtle doves, the same thing okay two turtles or two young pigeons that's the turtle doves and bring them unto the unto the priest to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and the priest shall offer the one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering and the priest shall make an atonement for her before the lord for the issue of her uncleanness thus shall you separate the children of israel from their uncleanness that they die not in their uncleanness, whom they defile my tabernacle that is among them. This is the law of him that hath an issue, and of him whose seed goeth from him, and is defiled therewith, actually. And uh, of her that is sick of her flowers, and of him that hath an issue of the man and of the woman, and of him that lie with her, that is unclean. Hallelujah. So, Jesus, amen. Jesus' scriptures are very, very, very descriptive even more descriptive than, than we know sometimes hallelujah but of course um we're not um so much more um concerned with clean and unclean um as much but that there are things to consider here right when paul talks about that the law um is is good um for for edification purposes right this is still we still have to consider this because it concerns the spreading of diseases as well too hallelujah so this is this is really our our main focus um when we're reading this and of course again um we can look at the, the eight days the seven days and the eighth day hallelujah and this is when um the person was considered clean after the eight, eighth day and after the sacrifices were made hallelujah so jesus uh jesus led us to john uh chapter 20. hallelujah john chapter 20. let me know if you need a second to get there 
John chapter 20. And just remember to keep that eight days, the seventh and the eighth day in your mind. Hallelujah. If you need a minute to get there, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. John chapter 20. And we're going to start at line one. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark unto the sepulchre, and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Then she runneth, and cometh to Simon Peter, and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and saith unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they have laid him. Peter there, therefore went forth, that, and that other disciple, and came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter, and came first to the sepulchre. And he, stooping down, and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying, yet went he not in. Then cometh Simon Peter following him and went into the sepulchre and seeth the linen clothes lie and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went in also that other disciple, which came first to the sepulchre and he saw and believed for as yet they knew not the self, the scripture and he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again unto their home. But Mary stood without at the sepulcher. Weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher, and see if two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had, had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She saith unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. Hallelujah. We're going to keep going. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where you have laid him, okay? And I will take him away. Jesus saith unto her, Mary, she turned herself and saith unto him, Rabbani, which is to say master, okay? That's like Adonai, but it's Rabbani, which is to say master. Jesus saith unto her, touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren. And say unto them, I ascend unto my father and to your father and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled, for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. And when when he, he had said so, so said, he showed he showed them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples, then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted, and unto them, and whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, 
called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see his hand, in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into, into his side, I will not believe. Hallelujah. So remember the remember the seven days and the eighth day, eight days. It says in line 26, it says, and after eight days, again, his disciples were within and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, peace be unto you. Peace be unto you. Amen. So remember, Jesus took on every sin. He became a, a criminal. He became unclean. All of these things he became. All of the, the sinful things he became for us. And so he took that on. Okay. And so we see this same, the same concepts. When we look at the whole crucifixion story, we look at Jesus's, the whole walk that he walked. Hallelujah. So Jesus took us back to Leviticus 16. Amen. We're going to go back to Leviticus 16. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So we're going to start off with just going through lines one through four. And the Lord spake unto Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they offered before the Lord and died. So remember, they offered the, the, uh, the strange fire and they died. And the Lord said unto Moses, speak unto Aaron thy brother, that he come not at all times, not at all times, into the holy place within the veil before the mercy seat, which is upon the ark that he die not, for I will appear in the cloud upon the mercy seat. Thus shall Aaron come into the holy place with a young bullock for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He shall put on the holy linen coat, and he shall have the linen breeches upon his flesh, and shall be girded with a linen girdle, and with the linen meter shall he be attired. These are holy garments, Therefore shall he wash his flesh in water, and so put them on. Hallelujah. All right, this is what we got to do real quick. We got to log out and log back in. Amen. Then we'll, we'll go ahead and finish this scripture right here. Amen. Log out and log back in for me, everybody. Log back out. Log go guys because i have to um, get ready for my sunday school class tomorrow but god bless y'all amen. amen amen thanks for joining us sister brenda blessings bye-bye all right so so jesus led us to leviticus 16 we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna um go back to line four and keep going amen it says, he shall put on the holy linen coat, and he shall have the linen breeches upon his flesh, and shall be girded with a linen girdle, and with the linen meter shall he be attired. These are holy garments. Therefore shall he wash his flesh in water, 
and so put them on. And he shall take of the congregation of the children of Israel two kids of the goats for a sin offering, and one ram for a burnt offering, and Aaron shall offer his bullock of the sin offering, which is for himself, and make an atonement for himself and for his house. And he shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Amen. And so this scripture is very interesting. This is actually one of my favorite scriptures. Hallelujah. Jesus is so good. He proves who he is even by the terms that we use. So there's a bunch of terms that we use here in America and all over the world that came from the Bible. And we don't even realize that, it, that this is where it came from. Most people don't even realize that this is where it came from. So we're going to keep going. Amen. Line eight, it says, and Aaron shall cast lots upon the two goats. Okay. One lot for the Lord and the other lot for the scapegoat. So this is where the, the term scapegoat came from. Comes from this scripture right here. And Aaron shall bring the goat, hallelujah, upon which the Lord's lot fell and offer him for a sin offering. Okay, this is the scapegoat. The reason this is this is and this is the reason why it's called a scapegoat. But the goat on which the lot fell to be the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to make an atonement with him and to let him go for a scapegoat into the wilderness. Okay, why? Because the sins were placed upon the scapegoat by the by the by the high priest putting their hands on the scapegoat and letting them wander off into the wilderness. And Aaron shall bring the bullock of the sin offering which is for himself and shall make an atonement for himself and for his house and shall kill the bullock of the sin offering which is for himself. And he shall take a censer full of burning coals of fire from off the altar before the Lord and his hands full of sweet incense beaten small and bring it within the veil. And he shall put the incense upon the fire before the Lord that the cloud of the incense may cover the mercy seat that, mercy seat that is upon the testimony that he died not. Remember our prayers go up like an incense before the Lord. We, we read that in a, uh, a couple of uh, sermons ago. And okay, you see how the, the the incense is placed in the hands, just like our prayers. We put our hands together and we pray, and it goes up just like the sweet incense. Okay, and that's what it is. It's sweet incense. Okay, amen. And so it says, Hallelujah. And he shall put the incense upon the fire before the Lord, that the cloud of the incense may cover the mercy seat that is upon the testimony that he died not. And he shall take of the blood of the bullock. And sprinkle it with his finger upon the mercy seat eastward. And before the mercy seat shall he sprinkle of the blood with his finger seven times. Hallelujah. Seven times. Amen. Then shall he kill the goat of the sin offering that is for the people and bring him, bring him his blood within the veil. And do with that blood as he did with the blood of the bullock. And sprinkle it upon the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. And he shall make an atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the children of Israel. And because of their transgressions and all their sins. And so shall he do for the tabernacle of the congregation that remaineth among them in the midst of their uncleanness. Amen. Okay, we're going to come back um, to the scapegoat, amen, in the next sermon, because there's more to it, okay? Okay, so 
And there shall be no man in the tabernacle of the congregation when he goeth in to make an atonement in the holy place until he come out and have made an atonement for himself and for his household and for all the congregation of Israel. Hallelujah. And he shall go out unto the altar that is before the Lord and make an atonement for it and shall take of the blood of the bullock and of the blood of the goat and put it upon the horns of the altar round about. And he shall sprinkle of the blood upon it with his finger seven times and cleanse it and hollow it from the uncleanness of the children of Israel. And when he had made an end of reconciling the holy place, okay, okay, because that's what's going on, right? The holy place is being reconciled to the children of Israel so that they can continue to make offerings. And the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar, he shall bring the live goat. Okay. All right. So I'll read this one. This, this, I'll read this. Jesus wants us to read this. And Aaron shall lay both his hands upon the head of the live goat. Okay. That's the scapegoat. Right. And confess over him all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgressions and all their sins, putting them upon the head of the goat and shall send him away by the hand of a fit man into the wilderness. Amen. And so, and I heard a, uh, um, a sermon one time uh, that was described that this fit man was described as having to be fit because they had to make the journey into the wilderness and also back because that that scapegoat stayed in the wilderness because the sins were placed upon that that goat amen that's why uh aaron laid his hands upon the head of the living goat and confessed over him all the iniquities of the children of israel all their sins all of it upon the head of the goat just like how um, everything was placed upon Jesus, okay? When they hit him, when he was hit, all those sins were being placed upon him. Amen. And he was innocent. Hallelujah. So the holy place. And when he had made an end of reconciling the holy place and the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar, he shall bring the live goat. Amen. The, the holy place was reconciled. The holy area was reconciled. Okay, because they were making these offerings. They were performing this sacrifice. Amen. And putting the sins on the live goat, send the, the goat out. In the same way, this is what Jesus did. Amen. So Jesus led us up to 2 Corinthians 5 to take a look at this. Okay, the holy place was reconciled. Amen. So Jesus led us to 2 Corinthians 5, and he led us to line 17. 2 Corinthians 5. Let me know if you need a minute to get there. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Second Corinthians five. Jesus led us to Second Corinthians five. And we're going to start at line seventeen. Hallelujah. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Amen. And all things are of God, who have reconciled, okay, us to Himself by Jesus Christ. 
and have given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Does anybody remember why it's saying that all things are of God who have reconciled us to himself? Why does how does that relate to the holy place? Does anybody know? Does anybody know? Because um, Christ became that holy place. He is the holy place now. It's, you, you need no more altar because he is that altar. Amen. Amen. It's partially right. Jesus is our is our altar, but also we are the temple. Remember, Jesus said that, that, that your bodies are a temple. Hallelujah. And we, and, and again, also, we are the body of Christ. So we're the, we're also, uh, um, together, we're a temple. So that's why, that's why he's saying here in 2 Corinthians 5, that all, and all things are of God who have reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and have given to us the ministry of, of reconciliation hallelujah because he reconciled the holy place in the in the old testament they had to reconcile the holy place but now jesus came and reconciled us and not only us but the whole world and we're going to go into that in the next scripture amen but we're going to finish this first so it says and all things are of god who have reconciled us to himself by jesus christ and have given to us the ministry of reconciliation amen that, that was good to wit that god was in christ reconciling the world unto himself not imputing their trespasses unto them hallelujah and have committed unto us the word of reconciliation amen yeah that, that was good uh, miss rose now then we are ambassadors for christ as though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead. Okay, we price you. I mean, we pray you instead of Christ, right? In place of Christ, be ye reconciled to God. Amen. For he have made him to be sin for us. That This is exactly what we were talking about with the, with the crucifixion. He have made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And so Jesus was also made that scapegoat. Hallelujah. Amen. So the next scripture that Jesus led us to was Matthew 5. Hallelujah. Matthew 5. Remember, us in the whole world, because it wasn't just you know what like what we read in the old testament it wasn't just the, it wasn't just uh focus on the jews because the focus was on the jews even though it was for the whole world it was still focused on the jewish people amen okay jesus led us to matthew 5 and we're gonna start at line 34 but I say unto you, swear not at not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Neither shalt thou swear by thy head, because thou canst not make one hair white or black, but let your communication be yea, yea, nay, nay, or yes for yes and no for no. For whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. Amen. And so the holy place, we're reconciled 
to the holy place. Amen. And remember, in that holy place was the mercy seat, okay, which is where Jesus sat. Right. So it says, but I say unto you here, swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne. He sits in heaven. Right. Nor by the earth. for It is his footstool. OK. Amen. The mercy seat was also known um, as a place. And I think David described it as, as this, a place where Jesus can sit his feet. On the mercy seat. So we know that the earth, it says, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool. Neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. We're not supposed to swear by heaven, earth, or Jerusalem. Amen. But he reconciled us. He did that. Jesus did that. He, he reconciled us by using himself as the scapegoat, as the sacrifice, as the sin. Hallelujah. And so the next scripture that Jesus led us to, um, amen. Uh, and and Miss Rose, you asked the question about this earlier. Um, it's Ezekiel seven, and, and it relates. Hallelujah! Because Jesus wants to reconcile us. He wants to clean us. He wants to wash us. He wants us to be clean. He wants, he wants us to, to take up that hyssop and to, to be clean. But how do we do that? Amen. By putting an end to sin within ourselves. By continuing to fast. By continuing to pray. By continuing to repent. Because, you know, we're going we're gonna to continue. But not, we shouldn't continue in the same sins. He wants us to make progress. Amen. So Ezekiel 7 Amen. It's right after Jeremiah and right before Daniel. Amen. Let me know if you need a second to get there. Amen. Amen. You guys got it? Amen. Hear me. Oh, I'm here. I'm there. Okay. Amen. All right. It says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Also, thou son of man, thus saith the Lord God unto the land of Israel, an end. The end is come upon the four corners of the land. Now is the end come upon thee, and I will send mine anger upon thee, and will judge thee according to thy ways, and will recompense upon thee all all thine abominations and mine eye shall not spare thee neither will i have pity but i will recompense thy ways upon thee and that abomination shall be in the midst or the middle of thee and you shall know you shall know that i am the lord thus saith the lord god and evil and only evil behold is come an end is come the end is come it watcheth for thee behold it is come the morning is come unto thee O thou that dwellest in the land the time is come the time is come the day of trouble is near and not the sounding again of the mountains now will i shortly pour out my fury upon thee and accomplish my anger upon thee and i will judge thee according to thy ways and will recompense thee for all thine abominations and mine eye shall not spare neither will i have pity 
I will recompense thee according to thy ways and thine abominations that are in the midst of thee. And you shall know that I am the Lord that smiteth or striketh. And that means to strike. Behold the day. Behold, it is come. The morning is gone forth. The rod have blossomed. Pride have budded. Amen. So Jesus is saying that pride within the nations have come up and the rod has blossomed. The rod has come up. So he's saying he's going to he's going to have to use his rod. He's going to have to do some discipline. He's talking about the day of the Lord. OK, and so we see all these things going on. We see Israel and Palestine warring. We see these things going on. This is what the real issue is behind it. Hallelujah. Violence is risen up into a rod of wickedness. None of them shall remain, nor of their multitude, nor of any of theirs. Neither shall there be wailing for them. The time is come, the day draweth near, let not the buyer rejoice nor the seller mourn, for wrath is upon all the multitude thereof. For the seller shall not return to that which is sold, although they were yet alive, for the vision is touching the whole multitude thereof, which shall not return, neither shall any strengthen himself in the iniquity of his life. That means they're not going to be able to continue in what they're doing. Because there's wickedness behind behind this, these things that we see going on. Amen. They have blown the trumpet even to make all ready, but none goeth to the battle. For my wrath is upon all the multitude thereof. The sword is without and the pestilence and the famine within. He that is in the field shall die with the sword and he that is in the city. Famine and pestilence shall devour him. But they that escape of them shall escape and shall be on the mountains like doves of the valleys and all of them mourning everyone for his iniquity. All hands shall be feeble and all knees shall be weak as water. Hallelujah. This is this is where Jesus doesn't want us to, to experience this. That's why he's taking us through all these truths. So Jesus, the next scripture that Jesus led us to is Ezekiel 33. Amen. Because he, he he has sent prophets among us. He he has sent he has sent um, men and women of God to speak about the things that we should let go. All of us, Amen. We all have have um, this all was work for all of us to 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 do. There's work to be done. Hallelujah. And Jesus says to to keep going, but to watch and to pray. Hallelujah. So Ezekiel 33. Okay, and we talk about the trumpet. Here's how it relates. Okay, of course, we know the trumpet relates to Revelation, but we have another trumpet here. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of thy people and say unto them, When I bring the sword upon a land, if the people of the land take a man of their coast and set him for their watchmen, if when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet and warn the people. Amen. Then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and taketh not warning, if the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning. His blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. But if the watchmen see the sword come and blow not the trumpet and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity. 
but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word at my mouth and warn them from me. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. If thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood shall will I require at thine hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity. But thou hast delivered thy soul. Therefore, O thou son of man, speak unto the house of Israel. Thus he speaks, saying, If our transgressions and our sins be upon us, and we pine away in them, how shall we then live? Say unto them, As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die, O house of Israel? Therefore, thou son of man, say unto the children of thy people, The righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. As for the wicked of um as for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall thereby in the day that he turneth from his wickedness. Amen. Neither shall the righteous be able to live for his righteousness in the day that he sinneth. When I shall say to the righteous that he shall surely live if he trusts to his own righteousness and commit iniquity, all his righteousness shall not be remembered, but for his iniquity that he have committed, he shall die for it. Again, when I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die if he turn from his sin and do that which is lawful and right. If the wicked restore the pledge, give again that he had robbed, walk in the statutes of life without committing iniquity, he shall surely live. He shall not die. This is what we're looking at. We're seeing all the nations warring. This is what we're looking at. Looking at. Hallelujah. This is what Jesus is trying to point out. Amen. None of his sins that he have committed shall be mentioned unto him. He have done that which is lawful and right. He shall surely live. This is what he wants. This is what Jesus wants. Yet the children of thy people say the way of the Lord is not equal. But as for them, their way is not equal. When the righteous turn from his righteousness. Amen. And committeth iniquity, he shall even die thereby. But if the wicked turn from his wickedness and do that which is lawful and right, he shall live thereby. Yet ye say the way of the Lord is not equal, O ye house of Israel. I will judge you every one after his ways. And it came to pass in the twelfth year of our captivity, in the tenth month, in the fifth day of the month, that one that had escaped out of Jerusalem came unto me, saying, The city is smitten. Now the hand of the, of the Lord was upon me in the evening afore or before he that had was escaped came and had opened my mouth until he came to me in the morning and my mouth was open and i was no more dumb hallelujah then the word of the lord came unto me saying son of man they that inhabit those wastes of the land of israel speak saying abraham was one okay i'm going to repeat that again Son of man, they that inhabit those wastes of the land of Israel speak, saying, Abraham was one, and he inherited the land, but we are many. The land is given us for inheritance. Amen. Because remember, before the children of Israel were turned back to Israel from Babylon, it was desolate, and it wasn't, it, it, they, they weren't the ones that were living there. Okay. And there were a lot of people that inherited 
um, their ways. It's the same thing now. It says, Son of man, they that inhabit those wastes of the land of Israel speak, saying, Abraham was one, and he inherited the land, but we are many. The land is given us for inheritance. So saying is not the original people. Wherefore, say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, You eat with the blood, and lift up your eyes toward your idols, and shed blood, and shall, and, and shall you possess the land? You stand upon your sword, you work abomination, you defile everyone his neighbor's wife, and shall you possess the land? Say thou thus unto them, thus saith the Lord God, as I live, surely they that are in the waste shall fall by the sword, and him that is in the open field will I give to the beast to be devoured. And they that be in the forts and in the caves shall die of the pestilence. Okay, the forts are the, the strongholds and the buildings and the, the, um, the army buildings. And in the caves shall die of the pestilence. For I will lay the land most desolate, and the pomp of her strength shall cease, and the mountains of Israel shall be desolate, that none shall pass through. Then shall they know that I am the Lord, when I have laid the land most desolate, because of all their abominations which they have committed. Also, thou son of man, the children of thy people still are talking against thee. Okay? They're still talking against you by the walls and in the doors of the houses, and speak one to another, every one to his brother saying come i pray you and hear what is the word that cometh forth from the lord and they come unto thee or unto you as my people and they hear they hear your words but they will not do them for with their mouth they show much love but their heart goeth after their covetousness and lo you are unto them as a very lovely song of one that have a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument for they hear your words but they do them not and when this cometh to pass, lo, it will come, then shall you they know that a prophet have been among them. Hallelujah. So that, that even goes back to the beginning of Ezekiel. I don't know if you guys remember the beginning of Ezekiel. We read it on here a couple of times where Jesus told Ezekiel to go to the house of Israel, even though they're 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 stiff necked, hard hearted. Um, you know, they have a brow of brass and they won't won't they won't hear you. Okay, because if, if it came from somebody that was of a strange language or from a strange place, they would hear them. But because they come from a familiar place and they speak a familiar language, they won't hear you. Amen. But he tells us again, just like we read at the beginning, to still warn them, to still warn people. Hallelujah. So this is this is a, a warning from Jesus to say. We got to continue to go out to preach and speak to people. Amen. Especially during this time, because people are so um, focused on this issue. But we we gotta be gonna continue to pray that Jesus delivers the truth in this situation. Amen. And we see going on in Israel and Palestine. We we gotta we gotta pray that the truth is delivered, because Jesus wants us to continue to live cleanly and not get caught up. Amen. Because we see the prophecies being fulfilled. But at the same time, we got to continue to pray because there's still people in the middle of it that are still caught up in unclean activity in deception and murder and these things and some of the things like that. Hallelujah. So Jesus, amen, uh, led us up to Galatians 3 to finish out. Amen. Galatians 3. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're going to start at line 16. Jesus led us up to line 16. Hallelujah. 
Hold on one second. All right, so so Jesus led us to Leviticus 16. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna um, go back to line four and keep going. Amen. It says, "He shall put on the holy linen coat, and he shall have the linen breeches upon his flesh, and shall be girded with a linen girdle, and with the linen meter shall he be attired. These are holy garments. Therefore shall he wash his flesh in water, and so put them on." And he shall take of the congregation of the children of Israel two kids of the goats for a sin offering and one ram for a burnt offering. And Aaron shall offer his bullock of the sin offering, which is for himself, and make an atonement for himself and for his house. And he shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Amen. And so this scripture is very interesting. This is actually one of my favorite scriptures. Hallelujah. Jesus is so good. He proves who he is, even by the terms that we use. So there's a bunch of terms that we use here in America and all over the world that came from the Bible. And we don't even realize that, it, that this is where it came from. Most people don't even realize that this is where it came from. So we're going to keep going. Amen. Line eight, it says, and Aaron shall cast lots upon the two goats. Okay. One lot for the Lord and the other lot for the scapegoat. So this is where the, the term scapegoat came from, comes from this scripture right here. And Aaron shall bring the goat, hallelujah, upon which the Lord's lot fell and offer him for a sin offering. OK, this is the scapegoat. The reason this is, this is and this is the reason why it's called a scapegoat. But the goat on which the lot fell to be the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to make an atonement with him and to let him go for a scapegoat into the wilderness. Okay, why? Because the sins were placed upon the scapegoat by the by the by the high priest putting their hands on the scapegoat and letting them wander off into the wilderness. And Aaron shall bring the bullock of the sin offering, which is for himself, and shall make an atonement for himself and for his house, and shall kill the bullock of the sin offering, which is for himself. And he shall take a censer full of burning coals of fire from off the altar before the Lord and his hands full of sweet incense beaten small and bring it within the veil. And he shall put the incense upon the fire before the Lord that the cloud of the incense may cover the mercy seat that, mercy seat that is upon the testimony that he died not. Remember, our prayers go up like an incense before the Lord. We, we read that in a, uh, a couple of uh, sermons ago. And okay, you see how the, the the incense is placed in the hands, just like our prayers. We put our hands together and we pray, and it goes up just like the sweet incense. Okay, and that's what it is. It's sweet incense. Okay, amen. And so it says, Hallelujah. And he shall put the incense upon the fire before the Lord, that the cloud of the incense may cover the mercy seat that is upon the testimony that he died not. And he shall take of the blood of the bullock. And sprinkle it with his finger upon the mercy seat eastward. And before the mercy seat shall he sprinkle of the blood with his finger seven times. Hallelujah. Seven times. Amen. Then shall he kill the goat of the sin offering that is for the people and bring him, bring him his blood within the veil. And do with that blood as he did with the blood of the bullock. And sprinkle it upon the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. 
and he shall make an atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the children of Israel and because of their transgressions and all their sins. And so shall he do for the tabernacle of the congregation that remaineth among them in the midst of their uncleanness. Amen. Okay, we're going to come back um, to the scapegoat. Amen. In the next sermon, because there's more to it. Okay. Okay, so. And there shall be no man in the tabernacle of the congregation when he goeth in to make an atonement in the holy place until he come out. And have made an atonement for himself and for his household and for all the congregation of Israel. Hallelujah. And he shall go out unto the altar that is before the Lord and make an atonement for it and shall take of the blood of the bullock and of the blood of the goat and put it upon the horns of the altar round about. And he shall sprinkle of the blood upon it with his finger seven times and cleanse it and hollow it from the uncleanness of the children of Israel. And when he had made an end of reconciling the holy place, because, okay, because that's what's going on, right? The holy place is being reconciled to the children of Israel so that they can continue to make offerings. And the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar, he shall bring the live goat. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll read this one. This, this I'll read this. Jesus wants us to read this. And Aaron shall lay both his hands upon the head of the live goat. Okay. That's the scapegoat. Right. And confess over him all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgressions and all their sins, putting them upon the head of the goat and shall send him away by the hand of a fit man into the wilderness. Amen. And so, and I heard a, uh, um, a sermon one time uh, that was described that this fit man was described as having to be fit because they had to make the journey into the wilderness and also back because that, that scapegoat stayed in the wilderness because the sins were placed upon that, that goat. Amen. That's why... Uh, Aaron laid his hands upon the head of the living goat and confessed over him all the iniquities of the children of Israel, all their sins, all of it upon the head of the goat, just like how um, everything was placed upon Jesus. OK, when they hit him, when he was hit, all those sins were being placed upon him. Amen. And he was innocent. Hallelujah. So the holy place. And when he had made an end of reconciling the holy place and the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar, he shall bring the live goat. Amen. The, the holy place was reconciled. The holy area was reconciled. Okay, because they were making these offerings. They were performing this sacrifice. Amen. And putting the sins on the live goat, send the, the goat out. In the same way, this is what Jesus did. Amen. So Jesus led us up to 2 Corinthians 5 to take a look at this. Okay. The holy place was reconciled. Amen. So Jesus led us to 2 Corinthians 5. And he led us to line 17. 2 Corinthians 5. Let me know if you need a minute to get there. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 
Amen. Second Corinthians 5. Jesus led us to 2 Corinthians 5. Then we're going to start at line 17. Hallelujah. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Amen. And all things are of God who have reconciled okay, us to himself by Jesus Christ and have given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Does anybody remember why it's saying that all things are of God who have reconciled us to himself? Why does how does that relate to the holy place? Does anybody know? Does anybody know? Because um, Christ became that holy place. He is the holy place now. It's, you, you need no more altar because he is that altar. Amen. Amen. It's partially right. Jesus is our is our altar, but also we are the temple. Remember, Jesus said that that, that your bodies are a temple. Hallelujah. And we and, and again also we are the body of Christ. So we're the we're also uh, um together we're a temple. So that's why that's why he's saying here in 2 Corinthians 5 that all and all things are of God who have reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and have given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah, because he reconciled the holy place in the in the Old Testament, they had to reconcile the holy place. But now Jesus came and reconciled us, and not only us, but the whole world. And we're going to go into that in the next scripture. Amen. But we're going to finish this first. So it says, And all things are of God who have reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and have given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. That, that was good. To wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, Hallelujah. And have committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Amen. Yeah, that, that was good, uh, Miss Rose. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead. Okay, we price you. I mean, we pray you instead of Christ, right, in place of Christ. Be ye reconciled to God. Amen. For he have made him to be sin for us. That this is exactly what we were talking about with the with the crucifixion. He have made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And so Jesus was also made that scapegoat. Hallelujah. Amen. So the next scripture that Jesus led us to was Matthew 5. Hallelujah. Matthew 5. Remember, us in the whole world, because it wasn't just, you know, what, like what we read in the Old Testament. It wasn't just the, it wasn't just uh, focused on the Jews because the focus was on the Jews, even though it was for the whole world. It was still focused on the Jewish people. Amen. Okay, Jesus led us to Matthew 5, and we're going to start at line 34. But I say unto you, swear not at, not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, 
nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Neither shalt thou swear by thy head, because thou canst not make one hair white or black, but let your communication be yea, yea, nay, nay, or yes for yes and no for no. For whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. Amen. And so the holy place, we're reconciled to the holy place. Amen. And remember, in that holy place was the mercy seat. Okay which is where Jesus sat, right? So it says, but I say unto you here, swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne. He sits in heaven, right? Nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, okay? Amen. The mercy seat was also known um, as a place, and I think David described it as, as this, a place where Jesus can sit his feet on the mercy seat. So we know that the earth, it says, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, Neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. We're not supposed to swear by heaven, earth, or Jerusalem. Amen. But he reconciled us. He did that. Jesus did that. He, he reconciled us by using himself as the scapegoat, as the sacrifice, as the sin. Hallelujah. And so the next scripture that Jesus led us to, um, amen. Uh, and and Miss Rose, you asked the question about this earlier. Um, it's Ezekiel seven, and, and it relates. Hallelujah! Because Jesus wants to reconcile us. He wants to clean us. He wants to wash us. He wants us to be clean. He wants he wants us to to take up that hyssop and to to be clean. But how do we do that? Amen. By putting an end to sin within ourselves, by continuing to fast, by continuing to pray, by continuing to repent, because, you know, we're going to we're going to continue, but not we shouldn't continue in the same sins. He wants us to make progress. Amen. So Ezekiel seven. Amen. It's right after Jeremiah. And right before Daniel. Amen. Let me know if you need a second to get there. Amen. Amen. You guys got it? I'm almost there. Amen. I'm here. I'm there. Okay. Amen. All right, it says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Also, thou son of man, thus saith the Lord God unto the land of Israel, an end. The end is come upon the four corners of the land. Now is the end come upon thee, and I will send mine anger upon thee, and will judge thee according to thy ways, and will recompense upon thee all, all thine abominations. And mine eye shall not spare thee, neither will I have pity. But I will recompense thy ways upon thee, and that abomination shall be in the midst or the middle of thee. And you shall know, you shall know that I am the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, and evil and only evil, behold, is come. An end is come. The end is come. It watcheth for thee. Behold, it is come. The morning is come unto thee, O thou that dwellest in the land. 
the time is come. The time has come. The day of trouble is near and not the sounding again of the mountains. Now will I shortly pour out my fury upon thee and accomplish my anger upon thee. And I will judge thee according to thy ways and will recompense thee for all thine abominations. And mine eye shall not spare, neither will I have pity. I will recompense thee according to thy ways and thine abominations that are in the midst of thee. And you shall know that I am the Lord that smiteth or striketh. And that means to strike. Behold the day. Behold, it is come. The morning is gone forth. The rod have blossomed. Pride have budded. Amen. So Jesus is saying that pride within the nations have come up and the rod has blossomed. The rod has come up. So he's saying he's going to he's going to have to use his rod. He's going to have to do some disciplining. He's talking about the day of the Lord. OK, and so we see all these things going on. We see Israel and Palestine warring. We see these things going on. This is what the real issue is behind it. Hallelujah. Violence is risen up into a rod of wickedness. None of them shall remain, nor of their multitude, nor of any of theirs. Neither shall there be wailing for them. The time has come. The day draweth near. Let not the buyer rejoice, nor the seller mourn. For wrath is upon all the multitude thereof. For the seller shall not return to that which is sold, although they were yet alive. For the vision is touching the whole multitude thereof which shall not return neither shall any strengthen himself in the iniquity of his life that means they're not going to be able to continue in what they're doing because there's wickedness behind behind this these things that we see going on amen they have blown the trumpet even to make all ready but none goeth to the battle for my wrath is upon all the multitude thereof the sword is without, and the pestilence and the famine within. He that is in the field shall die with the sword, and he that is in the city, famine and pestilence shall devour him. But they that escape of them shall escape, and shall be on the mountains like doves of the valleys, and all of them mourning every one for his iniquity. All hands shall be feeble, and all knees shall be weak as water. Hallelujah. This is this is where Jesus doesn't want us to, to experience this. That's why he's taking us through all these truths. So Jesus, the next scripture that Jesus led us to is Ezekiel 33. Amen. Because he, he, he has sent prophets among us. He, he has sent, he has sent um, men and women of God to speak about the things that we should let go. All of us. Amen. We all have, have um, there's all, there's work for all of us to, to, to do. There's work to be done. Hallelujah. And Jesus says to, to keep going, but to watch and to pray. Hallelujah. So Ezekiel 33. Okay. And we talk about the trumpet. Here's how it relates. Okay. Of course, we know the trumpet relates to Revelation, but we have another trumpet here. Again. The word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of thy people, and say unto them, When I bring the sword upon a land, if the people of the land take a man of their coast and set him for their watchman, if when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet and warn the people. Amen. Then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and taketh not warning, if the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. 
He heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning. His blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. But if the watchmen see the sword come and blow not the trumpet and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity. But his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word at my mouth and warn them from me. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. If thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood shall will I require at thine hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity. But thou hast delivered thy soul. Therefore, O thou son of man, speak unto the house of Israel. Thus he speaks, saying, If our transgressions and our sins be upon us, and we pine away in them, how shall we then live? Say unto them, As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die, O house of Israel? Therefore, thou son of man, say unto the children of thy people, The righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. As for the wicked of um as for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall thereby in the day that he turneth from his wickedness. Amen. Neither shall the righteous be able to live for his righteousness in the day that he sinneth. When I shall say to the righteous that he shall surely live if he trusts to his own righteousness and commit iniquity, all his righteousness shall not be remembered, but for his iniquity that he have committed, he shall die for it. Again, when I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die if he turn from his sin and do that which is lawful and right. If the wicked restore the pledge, give again that he had robbed, walk in the statutes of life without committing iniquity, he shall surely live. He shall not die. This is what we're looking at. We're seeing all the nations warring. This is what we're looking at. Looking at. Hallelujah. This is what Jesus is trying to point out. Amen. None of his sins that he have committed shall be mentioned unto him. He have done that which is lawful and right. He shall surely live. This is what he wants. This is what Jesus wants. Yet the children of thy people say the way of the Lord is not equal. But as for them, their way is not equal. When the righteous turn from his righteousness. Amen. And committeth iniquity, he shall even die thereby. But if the wicked turn from his wickedness and do that which is lawful and right, he shall live thereby. Yet ye say, the way of the Lord is not equal, O ye house of Israel. I will judge you every one after his ways. And it came to pass in the twelfth year of our captivity, in the tenth month, in the fifth day of the month, that one that had escaped out of Jerusalem came unto me, saying, The city is smitten. Now the hand of the, of the Lord was upon me in the evening afore or before he that had was escaped came and had opened my mouth until he came to me in the morning and my mouth was open and i was no more dumb hallelujah then the word of the lord came unto me saying son of man they that inhabit those wastes of the land of israel speak saying abraham was one okay i'm going to repeat that again Son of man, they that inhabit those wastes of the land of Israel speak, saying, Abraham was one, and he inherited the land, but we are many. 
the land is given us for inheritance. Amen. Because remember, before the children of Israel were turned back to Israel from Babylon, it was desolate and it wasn't, it, it, they, they weren't the ones that were living there. Okay. And there were a lot of people that inherited um, their ways. It's the same thing now. It says, Son of man, they that inhabit those wastes of the land of Israel speak, saying, Abraham was one, and he inherited the land, but we are many. The land is given us for inheritance. So saying is not the original people. Wherefore say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, You eat with the blood, and lift up your eyes towards your idols, and shed blood, and shall and, and shall you possess the land? You stand upon your sword, you work abomination, you defile everyone his neighbor's wife, and shall you possess the land? Say thou thus unto them, thus saith the Lord God, as I live, surely they that are in the waste shall fall by the sword, and him that is in the open field will I give to the beast to be devoured. And they that be in the forts and in the caves shall die of the pestilence. Okay, the forts are the, the strongholds and the buildings and the the um, the army buildings and in the caves shall die of the pestilence for I will lay the land most desolate and the pomp of her strength shall cease and the mountains of Israel shall be desolate that none shall pass through then shall they know that I am the Lord when I have laid the land most desolate because of all their abominations which they have committed also thou son of man the children of thy people still are talking against thee okay they're still talking against you by the walls and in the doors of the houses and speak one to another everyone to his brother saying come i pray you and hear what is the word that cometh forth from the lord and they come unto thee or unto you as my people and they hear they hear your words but they will not do them for with their mouth they show much love but their heart goeth after their covetousness and lo you are unto them as a very lovely song of one that have a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument for they hear your words, but they do them not. And when this cometh to pass, lo, it will come. Then shall you they know that a prophet have been among them. Hallelujah. So that, that even goes back to the beginning of Ezekiel. I don't know if you guys remember the beginning of Ezekiel. We read it on here a couple of times where Jesus told Ezekiel to go to the house of Israel, even though they're 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 stiff necked, hard hearted. Um, you know, they have a brow of brass. And they won't, won't, they won't hear you, okay? Because if, if it came from somebody that was of a strange language, from a strange place, they would hear them. But because they come from a familiar place and they speak a familiar language, they won't hear you, amen? But he tells us again, just like we read at the beginning, to still warn them, to still warn people. Hallelujah. So this is, this is a, a warning from Jesus to say, we got to continue to, to go out to preach and speak to people. Amen. Especially during this time because people are so um, focused on this issue. But we, we got to be going to continue to pray that Jesus delivers the truth in this situation. Amen. And we see going on in Israel and Palestine. We, we got we to gotta pray that the truth is delivered because Jesus wants us to continue to live cleanly and not get caught up. Amen. Because we see the prophecies being fulfilled, but at the same time, we got to continue to pray because there's still people in the middle of it that are still caught up in unclean activity and deception and murder and these things and some of the things like that. Hallelujah. So Jesus, amen, uh, let us 
up to Galatians 3 to finish out. Amen. Galatians 3. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're going to start at line 16. Jesus led us up to line 16. Hallelujah. Hold on one second. Amen. All right, so Galatians 3, starting line 16. It says, Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not, and to the seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. And this I say, that the covenant that was confirmed before of God in Christ, the law which was 430 years after, cannot disannul that it should make the promise of none effect. For if the inheritance be of the law, it is no more of promise, but God gave it to Abraham by promise. Wherefore, then serveth the law. It was, okay, saying, why we, why then did, he, did we serve the law? It was added because of transgressions till the seed should come to whom the promise was made. And it was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. Now a mediator is not a mediator of one, but God is one. Is the law then against the promises of God? God forbid. If for, for if there had been a law given which could have given life, verily righteousness should have been by the law. Hallelujah. But the scripture have concluded all under sin. Amen. But the law have concluded. Oh, I'm sorry. But the scripture have concluded all under sin that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. But before faith came, okay, amen. But before faith came, and this is really, really, um, we, we need to focus in on this because this is this is also what explains, hallelujah, about the Old Testament and the New Testament. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up. Unto the faith, which should afterwards be revealed. That was through Jesus. Okay. Afterwards, it was revealed. Amen. Okay. Afterwards, which um, the law shut up unto faith, which should afterwards be revealed. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after that, Faith is come. We are no longer under a schoolmaster. Hallelujah. We're no longer under a schoolmaster. For you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. 
And if you be Christ, then ye are then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Hallelujah. So Jesus promised us these blessings. He has promised us a return. He has promised us that he is going to return. He has promised us an end to, to corruption and, and worry and depression and oppression and all of these things. Hallelujah. So we have to continue on and obeying and following, taking up our cross and following him. And all of these characteristics that he told us to take up with us and to put away the old man, step into the new man. The old man is unclean. The, the new man is clean with peace and love and treating each other the way we're supposed to be treated and thinking of ourselves soberly and um, watching what we say, all of these different things. Amen. So Jesus wants us to continue on with that. Hallelujah. And to teach it to others, speak it to others, preach it to others, read it with others, share the, 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 the Holy Bible with others. Amen. And continue on. Hallelujah. So does anybody have anything you want to share, anything, any revelations, anything that stood out to you? Amen. Amen. How about you, Miss uh, Rose? When God needs you, He really needs you, and He will lead you from scripture to scripture, here little and there little. Amen. And this, is all, this all comes about the truth of who He is and what He wants you to know about Him. Amen. So it's really, it is very important for us to read the Bible as we're supposed to read the Bible, which I say, like anybody that reads the Bible, a lot of people I, I know that read the Bible from the front to the to the end, but that's not a way of of learning, and it's not a way that it was. I think it's timed out on us. It didn't say anything. I don't think she did yet. Amen. Yeah, she might. Let me see. She didn't come walk on yet. God starts to lead you and guide you when you seek for him. He leads you as as the scriptures as he says how to read the Bible. You read the Bible from scripture to scripture, here little and there little. And when God leads you, that's how he's going to lead you. When Amen. you know that you're being guided by God, it's going to be 
to take you from one scripture to another scripture to another scripture just to just to let you see the truth of what he's talking about because he tells you one thing in one scripture and he proves to you in another scripture of what his true word is saying so it's very important when you seek the lord to god for that guidance because he will lead you and if you're serious about seeking the lord he will lead you from scripture to scripture here little and there little i know a lot of people done read the bible from front to back and they still have no understanding of what the word is saying but if you seeking god and the personal relationship with him god himself will lead you from scripture to scripture he sure will amen because you are seeking, you are seeking him, and you're seeking his knowledge. So um, it's this was really good service today. I mean, a good lecture, good reading today. Because Amen. Because it brought out a lot of things of what's happening in this world today, and it took us back in the Old Testament to let us see what was what is to come about or what it had been because most of the old testament speaks of things to come so it's really leading us to where we are in the world today and just add like the the last part of the scriptures that you were reading it's a warning to his people and we as as he told them as a warning of that trumpet we have to be also watchful and waiting and watching for God's signs and his voice to, to know what he wants us to do. And if we're not paying attention, Amen. we'll be just like the Israel, Israelite people lost, lost without, you know, without even knowing that he has came and the time had come upon them. Again, when I was reading Ezekiel, when I heard that and was listening and reading that today, all of that, just it just opened up my mind and it opened, it opened up my heart because I could feel it. That those people, what those people are going through right now in Israel, it could be, which I do believe is an act of God letting this happen because of the wickedness that's been going on and wherever there is wickedness if you're warned over and over sooner or later god is going to take his furious anger out and not have no pity of what's going to happen and that's the same thing that happened in Solomon. so um exactly amen a lot of things you don't want to see it you don't want to believe it but a lot of this stuff is coming to pass of what he has said it's going to be the only thing that we can do as god people is to get ready and to to realize that god is god and you know we don't know how his feelings are we we probably hurt him every day for it for simple things that we do, Amen. which we know better to us. 
so we we you know we just we can't be angry at him because of his anger so it's you know it's really it's getting so close i do believe to his times of coming back that if we don't get ourselves together if we don't get right with god we might just be one of those chosen ones that's lost so i i just we just have to pray we have to stay keep the faith and by doing that we be obedient to what he's calling us to do amen amen we gotta be obedient we gotta we gotta listen yeah amen you know that that obedience be speaking to our children about about obedience you know we we still all of us gotta be obedient to jesus too because he's our father he's our he's our parent ultimate our ultimate parents we we gotta listen to him and he he's preparing he is preparing something great something mighty something wonderful amen and we read about it all the time right here in the bible and so we're closer now more than ever and we're about to experience it and so we gotta stay stay on the righteous path stay on the right path stay on the narrow path stay you know when he talks about staying in your position stay stay on the path staying keeping our position staying there amen amen so we go ahead we'll go ahead and end it there uh, Miss Rose, you wanna you wanna uh, end it with a uh, a prayer? Oh, I can pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, most holy God, we come before Thee today, Father. Thanking You, Father, again for another day. Thanking You, Father, for who You are, the Great I Am. We thank You for all that You have done and all that You continue to do. We thank You for Your Word, the Word of Your truth. We ask you, Father, to lead, guide, and strengthen us in thy life, in thy scripture. We ask, Lord, to keep us steady fast in thy word. Keep us watchful for your return. And, Lord, we ask that you keep our foot on a straight path. We ask you, Lord, to be with us, to watch over us, continue to guide us. Keep us wise with your wisdom and understanding. We ask all of this, Father, in the precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So again, we're we're here every every Saturday at five thirty. We thank you guys for joining us. It's always a wonderful fellowship. Hallelujah. And if you um, if you guys um, want to experience um, some deeper prayer, pressing in tonight, uh, Pastor Jimmy gets on um, his call at about ten thirty uh, Eastern Standard Time, and they pray for about two and a half hours. It's called Hallelujah Night. You can go right to their website, lilac.net, and click the, the join button to join the conference call and get on there. And they do it um, every Saturday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And they pray, like I said, they pray, they press in about two and a half hours. And then the regular call, um, that's a, a sermon uh, slash Bible study, is uh, normally at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. And that's every day. But tonight, like I said, it's Hallelujah Night. It starts at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. And all you got to do is go to lilac.net, click on the join button to join the conference call, click it, opens up Zoom, and you get right on. Amen. So we'll see you guys on the next one. 
Thank y'all. We love y'all so much. Okay, love you too. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Jesus is good. He's doing it. Jesus is doing it. Amen.